0: Thank you for tuning in to the Teaching for the Culture podcast. This is your host, Bianca Goolsby, and I'm an education activist fighting for equity in education and justice for all students. Listen, thank you for tuning in. To Teaching for the Culture and this is your host Bianca Goolsby, and I'm just so thankful that you're here. This is episode 7 and today's episode is Our Children Deserve a Seat at the Table. So I didn't want to make this all formal and have everything formatted. I just want to kind of free flow and kind of tell you my thoughts, my opinions and how we can move this forward. So yesterday I was on the radio and I actually had um, one of the teachers that I used to um, work with, April Cobb, and she actually has a mentoring group called Blueprint for Girls and she brought her girl. Um, to kind of come to the studio with us to talk about real life issues and giving them a voice about what's really impacting them the most because they're the ones that's getting the education. We asked the girls a range of questions such as how do you feel about school? How do you feel about bullying? All of those type of things. I just kind of want to give you a summary of the things that was discussed. I'm going to just say this. Parents, check your child's cell phone. okay. Um, One of the questions that was asked was, did you experience a stranger trying to contact you on social media to try to flirt with you, talk to you, um, have any type of inappropriate conversations? Most of all, the girls said yes, where they've had a stranger try to DM them and, you know, try to connect with them, meet up with them. And it's just one of those things where we have to be very careful with all the media and all the news attention. And some articles don't even get published, but there are hundreds of children that are going missing, um, black children at that. And so we need to protect our children at all costs. There are people out here that are trying to target our children. And so we need to do something about that. And what I did research was that sometimes when a child is reported missing, um, they classify the child as a runaway. So therefore, there's not procedures that are followed to ensure that the child gets back home because they're classified as a runaway. Now, I don't understand why you know, people are doing this and why they just can't, you know, do an Amber alert and and search for the child. And and I, I don't know, but it's just that implicit bias. I feel that is happening in the media. And this is why we don't hear about a lot of those issues. But nonetheless, our children spoke out and they said that, you know, school has a lot of issues. They're dealing with bullying. They're dealing with a lot of drama at school and that, kind of makes them not motivated to do work in school. Um, Some people, you know, that spoke, talked about how like the lessons, they're not, you know, impactful for them. They're bored. Um, Some of it, they don't understand. And it's one of those things where it's like, we have to come to some type of agreement. We have to come to some type of solution in regards to this. We are giving children curriculum. And in my opinion, I I believe that it's curriculum that's not dedicated to our children. Um, There's not really equity when it comes to the curriculum. So, What are we, what are we going to do about that? You know, I'm just tired of our children in the inner city receiving a poor ass education, period, period. You know, and, and it's one of those things where it's like, how can you expect a child to level up? And it's like, we have all of these curriculums that's dedicated for failure. The education system is making a whole bunch of money and it's by the third parties that are coming up with solutions to fix the problem instead of the institution fixing the problem. So it's one of those things where it's a multifaceted, where it's the system, it's the parents, it's all of that thing, it's all of that, Right. But we have to come to some ground. But I was really impressed with the students that came and talked, spoke their voice, spoke their peace, spoke truth, and told it what it was. And it is what it is. Like, it's no hard feelings, but children feel that they're being attacked at school. Um, One child actually spoke about her interaction with a teacher and how a student had stole her backpack. And she did not want to be late to class because she knew that she would get ISS if she was late to class. So she told the teacher that someone ran off of her backpack and the teacher told her that it was not her job to um, get the backpack for her. And that if she was late, she was going to get ISS, but she needed her schoolwork in the backpack, you know? And it's like, what, what are you to do? Like, I understand the teacher is not going to leave their classroom to go chase down another student to get the backpack. But I just feel like there needs to be some type of community involved. So that way everyone understands the rules. Everyone understands the responsibilities. Everyone understands what their, what their duty is. Your duty to come to school, to learn and to succeed Period. That's it. All of the drama, charades, social media, bullying, all of that are distractions that are preventing pretty much our children to succeed. And we have parents that are so busy because they're trying to make it in this world with the economy the way that it is that they're not intentional with children's cell phones. I'm not giving you a cop out parents. Parents, you need to check the cell phones because if you're paying the bill, you need to know what's on your phone. And so there's a lot of apps out here that children use that perpetuate bullying and all of those things. And it's very dangerous for them. It's a distraction for them. And so this is my call to action. You know, if anything in this episode, I want you guys to understand that children really have a voice. They have very powerful things to say and we need to stop making sure that they're quiet and saying you need to stay in a child's place. That is the most toxic thing you can do to a child is tell a child to stay in a child's place. But what is that child's place? You know what I mean? So that's something that, Clearly needs to be defined. All of those type of things because it creates issues. You know, if you if a child reports an issue, and then next thing you know they're being labeled as a snitch. Then what are they going to do moving forward? You know, when a child would tell something, they say don't be a tattletale. Well, when does a child learn when to be a tattletale? These are the things that I have legitimate questions on. Just like when you say stranger danger, when does it become appropriate to talk to a stranger? Um, to interact with people, to connect with people. Like, when is that appropriate? These are not conversations that we're having. And so it's something that we need to come to terms with and have transparent conversations with children. Again, the three keys, I keep talking about this because I it's very simple, in my opinion. It's transparency, accountability, and vulnerability. That's it. That's all we need. So you use these three keys and you walk that, you model that with everything that you do. So- My goal in this is to let y'all know that we are out here in the community making sure that our children have a voice. And I believe that everyone should... And empower children to have a voice as well because in order to change the game in order to change public education in order to change the issues that we're facing in the school system in in America we need to have conversations with children children are coming up with solutions children are identifying the problem in better ways than adults can and I'm so tired of politicians and elected officials and all these people that make decisions on behalf of the children without talking to children and you think that children do not know what's going on but children have have a great mindset and perspective because they're living it every day so my call to action for elected officials and politicians out here that want to keep doing these round tables talking about the state of education please invite children to the table so they can talk about their experience and what they walk through because i'm getting tired of elected officials talking about school settings and they've never stepped a pinky toe in the classroom that's just what i'm saying so with that i love y'all y'all have a great day but let's have our children at the table because our children deserve to have a voice. And with teaching for the culture, we're going to make sure that that happens until next time. Peace.